The Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track. Everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. The question for today's show is, why should I hire a trainer or a coach for my physical fitness? Hello, this is Ken Decker. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Cheryl Gandier. And we're excited to be with you and welcome you to another Inside Track episode on real estate. But really, this one's a little more on how to live well in your real estate, right? Yes, absolutely. And so we're excited that we get to share techniques, thoughts, and tools that we all need. We all deserve you, I, Everyone, so we can turn our house into home and where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. Absolutely. So I know that I personally have found <laughs> that when I have a trainer, I get about 50% more result and also get like 50% more out of me during an exercise program. What do you think of that, Cheryl? Because you're my trainer. Yes, I am. I think that's pretty typical. <laughs> um, I would even say for myself, you know. If, even for you? Absolutely. Does if the trainer I, have a trainer? No, the trainer wished she had a trainer. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> some trainers have trainers. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yes. But it's a, it's a proven fact that when you have someone standing over you, pretty much telling you everything to do, you work harder. Absolutely. You're held accountable on the spot. Yeah, and I don't know if it's about held accountable, but it's just like when I'm ready to give up and you go, oh, you got this, just three more, yes. or two more. It's so encouraging. Yes. I can't just like stop. That's right. It's that external motivation, right? And there's also, I, I think, maybe I'm speaking on your behalf, but you go there's ahead. a sense yeah. of you wanting to please me, right? In terms of yes. I know what you're capable of and I know if I dig a little deeper, I can get a little more yes. from you and I've you rise to you the occasion. I've sneak that sometimes because <laughs> yes, I'm very I good at knowing time. And sometimes <laughs> I'm doing it and I notice, oh, I'm, I'm going to get through this with ease. And I know you stick another 10 seconds on the, on the timer. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> Okay, let's not give her so, any trainer secrets. Yeah. What's great though is she never does that with me. No? Nope. No. And also I've noticed you push the weight sometimes. You will say, Yes. I think you can do this. I do. Yes. Yeah. There's two things that are typical for trainers. One, we don't know how to tell time and we don't know how to count. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate when you count because I don't count well typically. Right. Although the odd time I put in an extra rep because you miscounted. That's right. Or See, you thought I, told, I started yes. earlier. I have, I have issues with counting. Sometimes it's just a practice rep, the first one. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. really on this show, what we're going to learn is how to select a trainer. How do you yes. find the right one for you? Yes. And I know when you did the research initially, Ken, to figure, because I was anti-exercise. Thank you very much. You were. You That's were. That's true. Cheryl were. says, she was. She was. And well, I so you was. You used to tell me you hated. No, no, I didn't tell you. What did I tell you, Cheryl? You hated exercise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what am I like now? You love it. Well, okay. She's no. crossed over. She's crossed <laughs> She's a one she's, of us. She's a crossover. Everybody wants you a are. crossover, yes. right? Who wants to drive a sedan when you can have a crossover? That's right. Okay. So, <laughs> how... So it was important that actually the reason it's worked 
is because of why you're in exercise. That's right. Right? Because yeah. if you weren't connected to it the way you were, you could never have broken through my barriers. That's right. And it took you some effort. Yes. It took you some time. Mm -hmm. And I reluctantly agreed because I knew that I was not able to do the things that I wanted to do. Right. And I knew my posture was horrible and it hurt me to strengthen my back or even to hold my back posture correct hurt. Right. I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) I remember distinctively the vocabulary yeah, and the posture. <laughs> yes. Or lack thereof. That's and, right. And what's interesting is that language of saying, I hate exercise, mm-hmm. reinforces to the brain that you don't want to do it. That's right. And so mm-hmm. you avoid it because right. your brain wants to avoid anything that it finds painful, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I don't say it very often anymore. And so how, what's your criteria? Like, how did you get here? What was your journey to become the trainer that you could actually help me cross over? And I bet others, because I bet I'm not the right. only one no. that has a resistance. Right. Well, I also think some trainers wouldn't have been able to take you forward. They wouldn't have been. So. And I would agree with that. And and I'll, I'll back that statement up, certainly. But uh, to answer your very first question, yes. I, which is an incredibly important question, is how do you find a trainer? How do you choose a trainer? Yes. Uh, because this is an unregulated industry. Okay. So you have to be very careful and do your due diligence in terms of ensuring that you find someone that's qualified and educated and has experience. So Because um, there's a lot of trainers out there well, that know less than probably I do now after 18 You can take you. a two-day course. Yeah. Ooh, you can take a two-day course? You can take a two-day course. And be a trainer? And it's kind of an inside joke, but I say on Friday you come in as a, you know, a, a, a waitress, and on Monday you come out a trainer. Um, so wow. how do you distinguish between the two-day course and someone that's had more extensive training? So, so tell us about your training. Let me, let's, okay, let's so I have a, uh, I have a uh, double major. So I actually, uh, my degree is psychology with a sociology minor. And I originally was actually going to get my master's um, in um, psychology to work with individuals with eating disorders. So oh, that was okay. my original intent. So is my overeating and eater eating disorder? <laughs> Not at all. No, but it's been incredibly helpful because along with exercise, they go hand in hand is diet and nutrition. So right. uh, it's been incredibly helpful. Uh, so it was actually, uh, I decided to take a course uh, through the YMCA years and years and years ago because I was incredibly shy. And I know we have you on the show. I know I was incredibly shy talking in front of people was something I never would have done. So I took a course to learn to become a fitness instructor. And then it just went from there. And, uh, and then eventually I, I got a job with the Y and, and here I am 23 years later, I've been training for, um, most of that time. Um, I do educational courses every year in order to maintain my certifications. I'm with a very, um, reputable, uh, company in terms of my personal training designation, in which it took me close to two years to get that designation. I had to do a, you know, a very extensive written exam, practical exam, wow. to showcase my skill sets. So I also, on top of that, the main thing I would say to people is that when you hire a trainer, ask to see the credentials, and I also carry insurance. 
This is an industry that people get hurt all the time. And trying to prove if you got hurt through a trainer is very difficult. So I carry a minimum of $2 million insurance um, that I've had for years. And the industry is such that when I started, I paid 100 and something a year. Now I pay that a month because of the just number for your of insurance. yes, because just of the from claims. because of the not claims, claims. not my claims. claims. <laughs> no, no. So um, that's wise, though, because mm-hmm. if you, it's a profession for you, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I think that's something I've noticed because I've had other trainers. I have been to the gym before. I have had gym memberships. I did work out at a gym for a year. It's not as though I'd never been down the exercise road. Mm-hmm. I just always hated it. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I've come to like it. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm quite ready to say love. There's still a, yeah. I'm not quite there. And yet the re part of it is how you taught me, how you brought me along. You didn't come in here and expect me to do what Ken does. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great point is Cheryl trains us at different times because she wouldn't train us at the mm-hmm. same time because we have different fitness levels, different goals, different mm-hmm different body types, different everything. That's right. Right? So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to continue on. I've got some other great questions for you. So w- one of my quotes I looked up on the internet, because I love quotes, says, don't wish for a good body, work for it. And I wish I could say who said it, but it said anonymous on the, on the thing. So, I said it. So now you, oh, you said it. It's your quote. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you've said that Thanks, before. Thanks, Kat. I have. Yeah, don't wish Absolutely. for a good body. Work You can for wish it. all day long. Can I set up a home gym on a budget? And also remember, we've created for you free access to over 403 Inside Track radio shows on the YouTube channel. So you get to see us on video as well as hear us. Mm-hmm. And these things give you insider tips on how to make your house a home. Building wealth. Simply whole living. That's what this one's about. Yes. <laughs> and you get exactly what you need when you need it from the comfort of your home, from your car, or from your office. Now make sure you're on your lunch hour though. <laughs> <laughs> that so, would be best. So Cheryl, sometimes I make excuses. That I don't have the right equipment to do a, a right exercise, so I can't exercise. Right? Yes. Is that a valid excuse? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> no, not. no. Okay. And I've heard it all. You've heard all the excuses. <laughs> I have heard them all. Okay. And it's so simple to make a home gym. Okay. Or space. So we're going to empty out a bit of a space and make it mm-hmm. a exercise space. Because if I have other things there, I may choose to do other things like sit on a couch and that's read right. or whatever. So I want to, it's good to have an area that's a dedicated designated. space. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And what would be, if I was on a budget and had no equipment at all, what kind of things would I buy? Okay. Key pieces that I would, I typically suggest a mat. I have one of those. So, yes. so like a yoga mat or I, a thicker mat? No, the yoga mats I find are a little bit too thin. So if you get down on your hands and knees, or even if you're lying on your back, uh, so you can get the uh, the mats that are a little bit thicker, okay. kind of almost spongy-ish. I would mm-hmm. recommend those. Or even the um, the puzzle flooring, you know, you could put that down that as well. That would work. Uh, with some nice bright colors, which is motivating as well. And then I could put a yoga mat over you that. You could do that, exactly. But don't make it too comfortable where I'm going to nap. Right. And will nap. <laughs> I have caught him laying because I double up my yoga mats in my little extra right. gym upstairs. And I've caught him sleeping right. there. Right. <laughs> Which sleep is important, but not necessarily during the 
exercise. Yeah, exercise time in the dedicated <laughs> exercise space. Okay. So definitely a mat, a, mat. a stability ball. Okay, so that's like the the round the balls, round ball, right? And, and they're different sizes, they're different sizes based on your height as okay. well. So um, obviously, someone that's a little bit smaller, shorter, they would have a smaller ball. So they go anywhere from forty five centimeters right up to seventy five okay. centimeter uh, circumference based on height. Um, uh, some hand weights or kettlebells would be fantastic. You don't necessarily have to get brand new ones. You can get them at Play It Again Sports, even at some of the thrift stores because. Lots of people, people buy exercise buy them equipment and, and give them away. Yes. And then so, they say, I've done Exactly. That. Uh-huh. Or I've even seen posts on social media. Does anyone have any, you know, that you'd like to get rid of or selling or those types of things? So you can easily find those. Okay. Um, and really, that's about it. If, you, if you're going bare, bare minimum, you can do a lot. And some bands and tubes would be fantastic. Okay. So which, bands are like stretchy bands. Stretchy bands. And they come in... Different um, thicknesses, yes. Uh, depending on which body part and which uh, exercise you'd be using them for. So, and all very I'm going to say about that right now, Cheryl, because we had those rubber ones, yes, and I got a really good deal on the rubber ones. I was so excited, except when we graduated to a little more intense exercise. They would roll and be all mm-hmm. over the place. So yes. we found some really nice fabric ones right. that are crazy thick. And even the loosest one is tighter yes. than the tightest of the rubber. That's so right. those are loops. And loops. What brand They're bands. They? They're round bands. Yeah. Round so bands. those are on Amazon. They're fabric. They're a fabric band. And then the tubes have handles. Um, okay. and they're not looped. So you can do, uh, different things with, you know, holding on to the handle, which is a little bit more comfortable in terms of grip. And wrapping the rubber thing around Exactly. Your hand and, yes. Yeah. Cause I know when you have me using those and I'm st- stretching and you're, you're like leaning way back, putting <laughs> pressure against it. And I think if I let go of this, it's I not going to be good for Cheryl. That's right. Or you. <laughs> or me. No, she could, exactly. she's going to kick exactly. my. Yeah. So that would be your bare minimum equipment. If you you know have a little bit more money um, that you'd be willing to spend, certainly would recommend a Bosu, which is it stands for both sides up. So it's flat on one side, the half dome on the other side. Would definitely recommend that. You can get that at Costco, Amazon, any of those That's fitness places. Ball. Exactly. Yes. And then a kind of a key piece that uh, if you, again, under $200 would be our TRX, which is a suspension system, which is fantastic because we can work the entire body with a TRX. Now, we did that at your gym because I yes. don't have a, t- yes. a T-Rex? T-R-X. 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 I call We're it T-Rex. We're not T-Rex. T-Rex. I call it T-Rex because so, my grandkids would go, cool, you got a T-Rex? Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. And maybe we should call it that and people would be more excited to actually use it. I think so. <laughs> That's a good so, idea. So we have now created a new word. Well, yeah. not really word. A new it's word. A, a new name. meaning. Yeah. Called it T-Rex. Yeah. It's T-R-X. T-R-X. Yes. Yes. And you have one at your gym, and mm-hmm. sometimes people come to your gym in your, in yes. your at your residence. That's right. Which is a, a decked out garage. Yes, I've Very converted cool. my garage. So that's another way. Again, depending on the type of facility you want. Um, so I converted my garage, uh, which is my studio, uh, for my clients that come to see me. And then, of course, if I'm visiting clients, like I visit you guys, uh, there were some key pieces that I asked if you had them and suggested some things that you should get. My next suggestion, as I've said to you, would be the TRX the for G- sure. 
the TRX. Absolutely. The T-Rex. And, yes. and you recommended boxing gloves, which I've yes, been loving. That's right. And boxing gloves. Again, that's another inexpensive piece of equipment, but so fun and so therapeutic. But I don't have something to hit. So you, you, you hit have me. the target gloves. That's right. I target. So you get to <laughs> I hit don't me. Hit you. And what I, I hit what, the target gloves. <laughs> I haven't hit you yet. But what it, Thank what it, goodness. What it, it's such a, um, um, when I say therapeutic, like how many clients of a trainer get to actually punch their trainer? That's true. I know. So it's a win win for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting. Yes. It's, but it's, it's really good. And I really feel. Interesting enough, it's it's back muscles. I feel mm -hmm. like the next day or two later, That's right. I feel my yes. back muscles, like, oh, and that yeah. creates my posture. Exactly. Right? And then yeah. aside from that, most people have some piece of cardio equipment that, as you mentioned, unfortunately is where they hang their laundry. Yeah. So um, certainly, if you're looking at larger pieces of equipment. Uh, depending on the amount of usage, you're going to want to do your research on the brand and where you should purchase those types of pieces. Like a of treadmill or Exactly, a, or a cross a trainer or, or a bike. Or a blood, or, uh, what's the elliptical. thing I like? Elliptical. Elliptical, like those types like of things, elliptical. yeah. Or what you give Ken mm -hmm. is the staircase. The stairs, that's the other thing. And I oftentimes will tell my clients, there's so many things we can use in your home. My house like came with a Stairmaster. You're well, the master, and you tell me and, go up the uh, you stairs. Go up the stairs, exactly. <laughs> so we have stairs, we have couches, we have tables, and all sorts of things that we can use. Um, I have no shortage of exercises and my imagination in terms of things we can do in your house. So mm. you don't need anything. And and I look at the body; your body's a machine. So if you have absolutely nothing, you can't afford anything. There are so many exercises we can do just using your body weight. Because when we started with me, I had uh, what a nine-inch ball. Yes. That's and what I mat. had. And a mat. And a mat. That's a right. nine-inch ball and a mat. Mm -hmm. And you worked out for like six months with that amount of yes. equipment. A year? A yeah, year. maybe close yeah. to a year. About a yes. year. Just because that's all my body needed. That's right. So, Cheryl, you did a consultation with us. Yes. Is that your normal process? Is yes. you'll do a consultation with someone who's interested? Yes. All right. And how would they reach you if they were interested in, in maybe hiring you as their personal trainer they can either reach me by my website which is evolutionfit.ca evolutionfit.ca uh -huh. yes or um my phone number <laughs> which is 613-882-1115 say that slower and again 613-882-1115 okay. or my awesome. email which is evofit e-v-o-f-i-t cl at gmail.com. Excellent. Are there exercises that do more harm than do good? That's what we're going to discuss in this episode. We at the Decker team have had the opportunity. The privilege, really. The privilege, yes. Of, for over 31 years. Yes. Like, are you that old? Well, now you're giving away my age. I 31 know. years of helping people, not only selling houses and buying houses, but also helping people build their wealth, build their finances, build their relationships, help them build their, their faith, and even strengthen, heal, and nourish relationships. Really, 31 years of helping people build their life and their home. So Cheryl, when I went to gym class in, in high school, that's dating me, 
Well, it's not dating no, it's me because I'm not saying not how saying long ago date. that was. <laughs> that was in the 1970s. Oh, yeah, you just blew it. I know. <laughs> was it late 70s or fantastic. early 70s? Late, late, I look late. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, late, late 70s. He didn't yeah. graduate till the 80s. Yeah. So. Okay. Back on to getting off of that topic. And let's talk about, they had me doing things like crunches. And I know you said, don't do crunches. Yes. There are other better ways mm -hmm. of of exercising those muscles. That's right. So tell me a little bit about that. Okay. There's been so much research done now. There's so much research that we can access to show now that there's exercises that really are not beneficial to the body. They do more harm than they good. They do more harm than good. And crunches would be one of those exercises. Absolutely. Well, that's great because I hate them. So if I don't <laughs> exactly. have to do them. That's good. Exactly. Win-win. So, probably that's because right. they hurt my back when I they do They do them. hurt your back. They do. And again, this kind of ties nicely into when you're researching for a trainer. You know, one of the criteria that I would be uh, looking at is, are they up to date on the current research? Um. Because uh, there's tons of research being done on exercise all the time. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different facets of exercise. But what we do know is that there are a small amount of exercises, a group of exercises that actually can cause more harm than benefit. And certainly crunches would be one of those exercises that would fall under that category. Okay. I haven't done crunches with clients and myself. I haven't done that in over 15 years. The research has been around for a long, long time. And it's one of those criterium that if I happen to see a train or, or people doing those things, I'm thinking, oh, okay. you're hurting your, you are hurting, hurting your, your back. People. And it's really difficult mm. to stand back and just watch someone doing that because I know that, you know, it necessarily, it won't necessarily happen right instantly, but over time we know that by doing that particular exercise, you will actually damage the discs in the spinal column. So the so purpose of exercise is to maintain functional fitness or to become functionally fit, mm -hmm. to maintain independence, to do what you want to do for as long as you want to do it, however you want to do it. So great question in terms of are there things I may be potentially, potentially doing that could be harmful and inhibiting my objectives mm -hmm. of wanting to maintain independence? Right. So, um, you know. So if I can't do a crunch, what kind of exercise would I do? I think you usually have me doing planks. planks and absolutely. And Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. So lots of, <laughs> lots of different type, different forms and variations of plank, certainly. There's uh, lots of exercises. Like I mentioned the TRX, mm -hmm. where we're doing suspension work, where just by utilizing gravity and the way that we place your body, that the core muscles are having to be engaged. Uh, there's certain um, stability and balance exercises that I tend to incorporate mm -hmm. as well with exercises that will, again, engage those muscles. So uh, proper posture um, engages those muscles. So there, there's ways that we can recruit those muscle groups without having to get down on the floor and yank on our head, which affects our neck, and do a crunch. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, at the end of the day, most people are doing it because they expect to get results. We know that by doing crunches, you actually don't get results. It actually doesn't get rid of fat and, you know, give so you that they don't six even work. pack that you're it trying doesn't? to. No, no. It, it doesn't no. work and it hurts my back and my neck and my posture. That's right. Okay. Exactly. So maybe let's not do no more crunches. Yes. No <laughs> because more Because I used to like okay. painstakingly fight yes. those through those. Yes. And I still see it all the time. And it's such, it's a shame because it's counterproductive. You're hurting yourself and there's much more effective exercises to be doing that will give you the results that you're looking well, for. Well, I actually saw a six-year-old doing crunches the other day and I thought, who taught him to do crunches? Probably at school. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Uh, and again, when you look at a lot of sports teams, coaches that have been around for a long, 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 long time that aren't necessarily, you know, having the interest to look up research and, mm-hmm. oh, is this something I should still be doing? So people are trained and told that, you know, this is how we did it back in the day. And we've always done it that way. So it gets mm-hmm. passed along. However, um, again, a good, I think, um, uh, trainer that is up on, okay, what, what does the research say? Mm-hmm. Because so at the end of the day, I, you know, my, I need to do my due diligence as well in terms of ensuring I'm not harming my clients unnecessarily. And to me, that to me is a basic bare I like minimum. That word unnecessarily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should, he does. But we should define. Because <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. exactly. you do push his button. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But uh, you need to be up on the research because, um, again, I don't want to be neglectful. Mm-hmm. And I pride myself on ensuring that what I do and what I instruct with my clients is research based. Okay, right. So, follow, so. Get a great trainer that's up to date mm-hmm. on what exercises don't harm joints or, that's or right. that type of thing. And then stretching. I still notice people, like I play sports, I play hockey, I play soccer, and I see people doing what I call active stretching. Yes. And I think that's not good to do. Not pre-workout. Not pre-workout. So again, that's something that's changed. That changed years ago. There's no yeah. benefit to... Um, uh, pre pre cardio or pre workout stretching. What we what we do know is it needs to be dynamic. It needs to be movement oriented to warm the body up. And to me, psychologically, you know, logically, I'm thinking, you know, if you're playing soccer, for instance, what's the point mm-hmm. of stretching before you've actually done what you're doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> Typically, stretching is after the. Well, fact they say you're not going to hurt something, right? But I think it's because they don't warm up properly. That's right. And. I see people stretching knee joints and and things by physically pulling, pulling on them. Exactly. And what they're not realizing is that they're actually weakening the muscles mm-hmm. and could cause a joint injury. That's right. Yeah. So the body needs to be warmed. It needs to be prepped. So dynamic warm-ups, uh, warm dynamic movement in which you're warming the body mm. up. Um, and depending on the sport, there's certain particular sports where, you know, gymnastics, for instance, or uh, something where you're going to be forcing the body to go past normal range of motion or the range of motion of any given joint where you need to be warming up for a good hour after the body's warmed up, then you get into some dynamic wow. stretch work, Okay. right? Depending on what you're doing. So stretching should be towards the end, at the end of the workout, once you're done and everything's nice and warm and needs to be. That's the part I need to remember stretch. is to stretch. That's after. right. That's stretch right. Stretch after. It's the most important component of a workout. So sometimes it's not what I'm hearing you say, Cheryl, which I love. And I think you may love it too, is it's not, is the thing bad for us? It's sometimes it's just timing. It's timing. Absolutely. Timing. And I, I'm not a fan of that word. Um, timing? No, bad. bad. Sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry Clarify. Clarification. Okay. Bad. Because not every exercise is for everybody. That's why we don't do the same one. That's right. You have me do something entirely different right. than what Ken that's does. That's right. Someone may have an injury. Some, you know, everybody has their own little idiosyncrasies and different things that are specific to them, which is why the other benefit of having a trainer is to have your program customized to your unique needs and mm-hmm. goals. And, um, and altered as you as progress. As you progress. Exactly. Right? Cause, exactly. Because if I don't have someone looking at what I'm doing, I'm going to do the same exercise over and over and over again. 
And then my results are going to diminish. That's right. Right? That's right. Yeah. And then also knowing technique, right? You need to know how to do things properly so that you don't oh, hurt yourself. That's the biggest thing technique. you've taught me yes. is mm. exactly how do I execute Right. On the exercise, yes. a well yes. form or bad form, mm-hmm. so, poor form. So there's a quote. I looked up another quote. It's by Kenneth. Oh, I'm Kenneth, but it's Kenneth H. Cooper, and he sees and he says the reason I exercise is for quality of life that I enjoy. That's right. So the exercise is so that I can be functionally fit. You use that word functionally mm-hmm. fit. I can enjoy life. So we're excited to be your partners. As we move forward together, because together, we got this. We really do. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.